0: Welcome to Chatman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson, and, I'm... and I almost didn't say Chatman and Robin. Did you catch that? <laughs> no. I just recorded two other podcasts today, so I'm 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 a little bit <laughs> I'm a little bit scatterbrained. Um, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm a little bit sick. But... L- a little <laughs> okay. bit sick.
0: What kind of sick is it?
1: I've got some sort of like chest cold.
0: Ugh, yeah, I woke up this morning. Well, we we just changed our sheets out. We have two sets of really nice cotton sheets, and we have one set of well, like what? They're like acrylic They're rubber. They're one
1: hundred percent acrylic. They're like a hun- sheets. They're just yeah, the cheap shitty. They're ones like get plastic
0: rubber rapist sheets, right? Is that how you describe it Oh, them?
1: yeah, that's exactly. How describe them. <laughs> so Thanks,
0: babe. I woke up. Like drenched in sweat, my chest. This
1: is me every night.
0: Really, you're that? Yes. Is it because of the dog, or is There's it because of like me, the max, the furnace, Peterson?
1: Both of you. And even though somehow, um, I lose all the blankets in the night and get jammed you're up against st- the wall, I'm still overheated.
0: Really, you still get? Yeah, like we have way too many
1: blankets on the bed right now. <laughs> do, I'm like dying. Do you
0: think we should scale it back? Should we have less blankets on the bed? Yes,
1: please. I God. don't. But I'm
0: always freezing cold. No, well, yeah.
1: then you can have. The top comforter all to yourself.
0: Ooh, I like that. Roll okay. up in a little know, comforter it's so fluffy. burrito. Uh, but like I woke up and like, you know that when you have like standing cold sweat on your chest oh, and on gross. your shins, especially that's the worst when it's like, on, oh, I guess I have leg hair and you don't. But like, I'd like cold. Well, I
1: wouldn't say I have no leg
0: hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, season. I had cold. Hey, a, we know somebody who said that to us once. I remember that quote. Um, what? Someone's. Never mind. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole right now. That's that's a conversation for another time after the consent forms are signed. Um, But like, uh, I had like standing cold sweat in my in like my leg hair. Oh, or like on the back in, of your knees. And yeah, and on the oh, inside of my where's... elbows and on my chest, oh like my high on my chest. I was like, did I sweat out a fever last night or something? But no, it was just the plastic uh, Dexter so yeah. Ted Bundy sheets. Uh, <laughs> um we haven't oh. what, have, what have we been what have we been up to what have you been up to what'd you do this last week this is our by the way uh welcome to our 30th episode
1: hey yeah this is number 30
0: i think we should do something special for number 50 what do you think because 50 fifty's yeah. a good commitment right yeah okay so what have you been up to what, what'd you do this last week
1: um this past week um nothing worked a lot yeah oh why do you God. always ask me this like you, i never do anything we're
0: just checking up we did I'm something just, today
1: i'm so which boring we'll get to.
0: no did you did you do uh you just started working on a new piece of art um
1: i finished it i did it all in one day
0: really that was that last night yeah up on your instagram did you put it on yeah. your website yet
1: um no not yet mm, it, i need to scan it in yeah
0: what is your new piece of art
1: sexy alien chick
0: like Captain James T. Kirk's sexy alien chick? or Hell
1: yeah. Mm. She's got pointy ears and sharp teeth and everything.
0: And three eyeballs. No, four eyeballs. Six. Six eyeballs. Oh, the implication. I didn't see, see the other ones, but I guess you wouldn't be able to from that angle. Right. So she has six eyeballs. Yes. Would you do somebody with six eyes? Fuck yeah. Really? If, yeah. if, if they're, they're
1: hot, I guess. Okay,
0: but what if they were like not... Purport, not like proportional or symmetrical eyeballs. What if they just had like four extra oh, eyeballs? If just kind of s- like
1: zits. No.
0: chucked <laughs> really <laughs> nilly all over their face. No, I couldn't do that. If it was like a weird they deformity, they'd have to be like attractive. Like extra eye- okay, so what if they had. So really, if someone had s- like symmetrically had six eyeballs on their face, but they were like conventionally. Like if Michael Fassbender had extra eyeballs in like his cheekbones and his forehead, you'd totally still do them?
1: Sure, still hot.
0: What if one of them was a lazy eye? Like cocked off to one direction. Yes,
1: I'd still do them.
0: What if two of them were lazy eyes? And they (laughs) were constantly crossed, and it made him look really silly, and he was hard to take seriously. I don't
1: know if I could do that.
0: (laughs) You got a problem with cross-eyed people? We were discovering your prejudices. No, I'm kidding. I would never do Michael Fassbender with six eyes. That's just crazy talk. Two eyes, different story. (laughs) Give me a call, Mr. (laughs) Fassbender. Um, Okay, we... Is that
1: your celebrity cheat?
0: Michael Fassman? (laughs) Um, No, it couldn't be. Okay. It couldn't be.
1: Maybe we should do an episode of Celebrity
0: Cheats. Celebrity Cheats. Cheats. Let's do one right now. Oh, my Um, God. Uh, All right.
1: This is going to be like picking... My top five right. albums. Right, it can't be on the
0: spot. No, we'll yeah, get... I have to
1: like plan this, and it has to be like maybe a top ten.
0: <laughs> okay, let's. Uh... <laughs> oh my god, you have that many celebrity cheats. Like, Shut up, I celebrities! You can't fuck just people. one. They're like Pringles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we did something cool today. Bert, you do you want to tell everybody the news? I
1: got my tattoo today. Yeah. Well, well, the first of... part of it.
0: Right, it's a big piece, so it's going to take a bunch of sessions. Yeah. But you had the first session today. The first session on your chest piece. Yeah. Which you have wanted since I met you. Not quite, since we moved into the Park Street apartment. You've been talking about it since Park Street. Quite a while, yeah. Because I remember... It's it's
1: gone through a lot of evolutions.
0: It was was originally a moon in the center, right?
1: And like um, a goldfish and poppies. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a a koi, right? Uh, I think
1: it was Tattoo My Goldfish.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So do you want to... Uh, there's a picture of this, again, up on Instagram. We went to Wicked Good Inc. in Portland. You, um, you got the tattoo. 10 out of 10. You got the tattoo. You should be telling the story. Okay. So oh,
1: um,
0: if you where do you I'll want me like to start in
1: the story? Do you want me to start with the whole, like, search to find the right artist? Because that was the missing component, was the
0: artist. Should we start from, like, should we get into the design of the tattoo at the end and just do the tale of getting the tattoo to start?
1: However let's you want do, to rock this. Let's do
0: that. Okay. You uh, started, Did you ever try and look for artists in Michigan, or has this been a strictly yes, main thing? yeah. Let's go well, all the way back to that Oh, then.
1: my God. Okay, so as far back as um, living at the Brookton house, which would be, what, two years ago?
0: Uh, yeah, that's when we lived. I had,
1: I had everything sort of hammered out, um, but I just couldn't find an artist that I really... Um, that I was really in love with. How Dan Pemble. He is great. His art is amazing. Um, but he just wasn't the right person. You know, like, I didn't think his stylization is what I would want for that piece and or I didn't think he'd be interested in doing it. Um, I mean, is
0: he really picky with his projects or?
1: Not that I know of, but I don't know. I just, I guess I sort of want to feel like um, my artist is also sort of involved and engaged in going on this journey with me. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah, there is. A, and there's a lot of like really personal symbolism to this tattoo. Right. As this well, is a, so.
1: yeah, this is a very personal piece for me. So it's not
0: so, just something you're kind of slapping on yourself as I, tattoos should be personal pieces. Right. So
1: okay. I wanted the right person to do it. So I looked at everybody in Marquette, um, I looked at some other artists down in Traverse City and I just couldn't find anybody that really spoke to me, I guess. You know, like I didn't see anybody whose art is like, oh, my God, that's the one. Which is sort of the feeling that I was hoping for, you know, to like just look at their art and go, oh, yeah, that's it. That's the one that's like, you know, like the feeling that girls want to get when they pick out their wedding dress. Like (laughs) that's the feeling I wanted to have.
0: And then they um, look at it and they go, "Oh my god, it's how much?" And then they decide to go no, to they Kohl's make daddy, instead. daddy pay for it. Oh well, yeah, I kind of don't think that was an option in this instance. Um, okay, us? So, yeah, no. So you looked at uh, no, I meant you, you, someone paying for your tattoo. Oh, but um, so you looked around in Marquette, didn't find anybody. I didn't find like... anybody,
1: and um, you know, no offense to any of the artists there, like. There are so many great
0: artists. In it's Marquette. just a very particular style yeah, that you have I just, in your head.
1: Yeah, I um, I'm not a big fan of the um traditional American style that's seeing a resurgence right now. I just I don't like it. You no, know, I
0: didn't see any of that. I looked through a lot, some of the books mm-hmm. today were in the waiting room. I didn't see any of that, like uh, traditional American. That's like the Sailor Jerry type tattoos. Yeah, I didn't see any of that in the in Wicked Good Ink at all.
1: Right, it was really refreshing. Actually. A
0: lot of morbid awesome i know awesome art yes. very dark tattoos in those books i fucking love those <laughs> those artists are great yeah um, i
1: actually think i found um one of the other other artists there like i think i would like to get a tattoo by him oh I you're
0: think making it was... me so jealous sorry no it's fine i just really i want to keep being your old man because i don't want to <laughs> cease to be attractive to you, but i really lo- i really want to get more tattoos but i will never because i am no you doomed. can do
1: you do you boo
0: I, yeah, but If I, you want
1: to have tattoos, I'm attracted to guys' tattoos.
0: Yeah, but not me with tattoos. I'm your... What did you call me? You're my,
1: you're my sweet, bookish old man.
0: Sweet, bookish old man. Yeah, that's... I feel so sexy. What? No, that's still insane. really
1: attractive to me. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm like your Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm probably pulling out the mic.
0: Uh, yeah, but that's mm. fine. I'll just normalize the point. Yeah, you're
1: tattoos. my like nerdy attractive sort of
0: nerdy attractive yes. i like it maybe i should just maybe i could just have like a black flag naked lady tattoo oh, though and still be nerdy and attractive <laughs> or uh or a mom in a heart
1: oh yeah. sure your mom would like that
0: no but um sh- uh okay so let's jump to maine now did you how much looking so did you do after we moved to here? maine
1: um I looked at everybody in Biddeford. I didn't see anybody that I I liked. Okay. There are
0: several tattoo parlors nearby.
1: mm -hmm. Um, I looked in Portland, and I didn't see anybody that I liked. Um, I even looked out as far as looking at Boston, and um, I still didn't find anything.
0: At what point did you ever... So I just kind of gave up. Did you ever genuinely consider Teresa Sharp? Because she... Oh it,
1: my God, no. Why not?
0: She's in New York, by the way. And Teresa Sharp is based out of New York. Well, I, I thought think, she
1: was in I LA. I, I Like, I thought she was in California.
0: It might be Philadelphia. But okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, and it was just, is she... Because she's kind of like a celebrity tattoo artist. Yeah, she just dude, there's
1: no way that we like can afford to... to yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, they yeah, have the money. I'm, yeah, I'm sure her... Travel
1: her, and pay for Her hour tattoo, is probably yeah.
0: pretty pricey. Um but she's, she's the artist in, in, like, in Dreamland. She Oh, my was your, God.
1: I would love to have a Teresa Sharp piece. this stuff
0: is so Like, gorgeous. in Dreamworld, was the, your, she your original artist in mind, her yeah. style, for yeah. this piece? Yeah. All right. Given that, and we'll get to, to, what, today? We'll get to today in just a sec, but, like... It's kind of
1: interesting, yeah. What I had seen in my mind's eye and the artists that I ended up going with are not very similar at all stylistically
0: but what i I guess what i'm saying is like are you happy that you found the artist that you did rather than like magically teresa sharp shows up and like kicks down our door and starts putting ink all over you
1: (laughs) please teresa Teresa sharp do that i have
0: a lot of fantasies about (laughs) that like i wake up that's why i woke up sweating this morning i had my teresa sharp dreams where she kicks down the door and just starts slinging ink with her (laughs) hand Uh anywho, Teresa Sharp follow her on Instagram. Her work is really really incredible. Um okay, so how did you find your artist?
1: Um cuz you
0: said you looked in Portland and Wicked Good Ink is right. in Portland.
1: Yeah, and I didn't I didn't see anything I liked. Um and then I met a friend of mine, Sam, and um they suggested Lauren to me. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, I already looked at um Wicked Good Ink. I didn't see anything I liked. And they were like, well, she's an apprentice. You know, maybe you should check her stuff out. And I had actually checked her out very briefly on mm-hmm. Instagram because um, she's a friend of Sam's. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I hadn't seen anything that was like, oh, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll, you know, I'll go look at some more of her stuff. So I, I go back through and I found some pieces that were really really awesome mm. and i was like oh i get it like she has two sort of styles one that's um very detailed and kind of has um like pointillism influences it's a little bit sketchier um uh-huh. <clears throat> highly detailed um very realistic very beautiful um and then she has sort of like a sketchier a lot of hatching and stuff and that didn't appeal to me and that's what i've been seeing mm. So, when I saw these other pieces, I was like, oh shit, she, it is her. She's the one. Mm. And she also kind of had these um, things that she incorporated in, like occult symbolism. And I was like, I mean, I'm sold. Yeah. I, I, I'll buy that ticket right now.
0: I was really impressed with, because she has a lot of her designs hanging around the. Her,
1: like, flash. Her, yeah.
0: yeah. And um, I was really impressed by a lot of the stuff that I saw. There was one point where, of course, being the tactless buffoon that i am I, I looked back and bird was like "Ooh, this one's really nice that one's really nice and i look back and i'm like yeah i really like the bondage woman up in the upper left it's it's a flash piece of a, of a woman in bondage and i was like yeah yeah that's the one and bird's like uh yeah i figured you probably would like that and without missing a beat she's immediate the tattoo artist is like yeah that is available
1: and i was like hmm,
0: get that on my neck um but did we we said her name yet yeah, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, her name's Lauren Iris. Lauren
1: Iris. Yeah, we we follow we,
0: her on Instagram, Lauren Iris Tattoos. Is that right? Or tattoo? Oh, one. her
1: new one.
0: Um I don't know what her I think it's Get After It or No, something. that's her personal account. Yeah, yeah, that's her personal one. But I'm saying her tattoo one I think is Lauren Iris Tattoos. But um
1: Yeah, Lauren Iris Tattoo.
0: L O R E N.
1: L O R A N. A N. And Iris.
0: I-R-I-S. Like Iris. We spell a lot of stuff on these recent episodes. Um, I'm hoping Adam Lau actually went and bought that uh, <laughs> that web address oh that he's he going to. Um yeah, so Lauren Iris tattoos. Um so tell about we went there today, this um, morning, eleven thirty. With no money in our bank account, just terrifying. No, oh, we really yeah. But no, t- I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Um I get there and there are like a shit ton of people.
0: (laughs) Oh, he was dead when I got there. No,
1: when I got there, um, a guy had to like scoot over on one of the couches so I could sit next to him and fill a paperwork out. And there's a couple on another couch. And then I ran into Alexa. She was in talking to one of the other artists. And then there was an artist in the back room and then some other, um, maybe an artist, maybe an apprentice, I don't know. And Lauren was there. And then another guy was there doing tattoos as well. He did the guy um, that was sitting on the same couch as me. Uh And they were just like, there were so many people there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I just walk in and I'm all like really nervous. Like... (laughs) I really had to pee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was When I
1: when I get nervous, I have to pee. Even if I don't have to pee, that, I have to pee. That's I don't know. It's a normal thing. Nervous nervous pees. Things. So,
0: it was raining so I dropped, and we were running a little late. So, I dropped a bird off and then got lost in Portland for 25 minutes cuz it's all there's like one-way oh streets. Oh my god, it's nothing but one-way streets. It's just one-way streets and like and branching intersections. intersections. There was human trees walking across intersections I had to wait for. Fuck you. And that was topical um topical humor for you at playing along at home um but yeah i got lo- like horribly lost so i pu- I pulled over for a second I turned i turned on chelsea grin as loud as i could so that i wouldn't get carjacked um
1: oh my god in portland no, are I'm you kidding. kidding well you never know somebody like, probably tried to sell you weed
0: Oh, man, I should have turned Chelsea Grin off, turned on the Grateful Dead, and just waited. Um, No, but, like, I got back to the high... The way I found where I was is I drove all the way back to the highway, basically, and came back in.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's why it took you so long. I was like, Oh, yeah. Where the I was fuck i, did I, park? I was
0: literally lost for, like, 20 minutes, and then I parked a, a fair ways away and walked uh, walked over, and when I got there, like, everything was totally dead, and I was like, Oh, uh, where's the bathroom? Because I've been lost for 20 minutes, and I drink a ton of coffee, and I have to pee, and Bird's, like, doing that. Uh, she looked like a contestant in a Japanese Game show, just oh. like, like you know, like oh, get it, die, die, die. I'm like I don't know what you're doing. That's that's horribly racist, bird. Don't make those noises. Mm. But where is mm-hmm. the bathroom, though? <laughs> She's like, I haven't peed I yet. Don't know. So yeah, I don't. We both like just crowded into the bathroom. She sat oh, down yep. mm-hmm. and peed. I peed in the sink. We high-fived and washed hands, and then went back into the tattoo parlor. And then the story continues.
1: Okay. Um. So um. I didn't see the design until we walked in today, and I wasn't one hundred percent on it. So we just did the portion that I really liked. Well,
0: you were you were one hundred percent on part of it, the centerpiece.
1: Though. Right. Yeah, and that's the part we did. Mm. Um,
0: Should we break down what the tattoo is, or finish telling the story of getting it, and then? Go oh, on to I don't something know. Something?
1: What? There's not much more to more to say. Like I laid there for a while. Really? And we had like
0: the best two hour. No, I know. We talked
1: about grunge and punk
0: and we ta- yeah we talked about a ton of music we talked about um we introduced lauren to anal cunt um we listened to their cover of american woman and we all concurred that it's like one of the best covers of all time which you, you haven't heard that i actually version. really
1: love that song so
0: the, the don't norm- judge me the normal version or that yes version? and yes oh yeah both versions are awesome but seriously the the axcx version is just totally killer um yeah, she really knows her Seattle stuff and her the space that we went into is amazing. There's uh
1: she has her own fucking room. She has a, it's like the size of half of our apartment.
0: Yeah, and there's like what, what was there? It was a there was I think it's up on Facebook. Uh there's a dead she has a um a dead baby shark in a bottle with a He is so freaking cute cutest little dead shark you ever did see um she's got like rabbit skull is it rabbit skull it's a
1: fully articulated uh, rabbit skeleton a
0: fully articul- articulated rabbit skeleton she's Lots got of like numerous um, skulls small mammal skulls. she has uh i don't know if it's articulated but she has um that bat the bat yeah she has a bat hanging upside down from a, a bat skeleton i should say mm-hmm. A bat skeleton hanging she from a string with She does have a small, um,
1: mummified one by her desk.
0: As she has well. a mummified bat as yeah. well. She's got That's um really Melvin's posters, Richard Hell posters. She's got shellac posters. She's got all these great like.
1: She has a lot of awesome like. What are they? Biographies, grunge rock, and shit?
0: punk bands. Yeah, she's got Lou Reed's biography. She's got um Kim Gordon's uh memoir. Like I was supposed to go in there and sit quietly by Bird with my scarf on because my scarf is amazing. And quietly read in a British accent to kind of soothe her while she gets <laughs> tattooed. But I spent the whole time just like picking through a Kim Gordon memoir, wishing that, I I wish I could have I wish that I could read with both eyes independently because they had Lou Reed's there, they had the Jesus Lizard book. She had so many fucking awesome like Seattle punk grunge alt rock books there by like. Which is so intriguing
1: because she's from Tennessee.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I feel like. I feel like if you're growing up in Tennessee and you're people like us,
1: that's true. You discovered it. We're from in Northern Memf- Michigan. Was she so from
0: Memphis or Nashville, I don't remember. I think she said she was from Memphis, and that's traditionally a blues town. And blues is the heart of rock and roll. If she's from, I don't think she's from Nashville because Nashville is typically country. I feel like she would be ninety percent more cowboy boots if she was from Nashville, <laughs> you <know>? and she's <laughs> definitely not. She's 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 tattoos, and she's very soft spoken, very professional, very cool um yeah just as a person she's super yeah super chill no, she's super awesome
1: excellent. i'm really excited that she's my
0: tattoo artist i've been in a lot of tattoo parlors uh, i have one tattoo microscopic it's on my ring finger but um like i went while well, sam yeah, was getting bitch.
1: underground book club secret
0: underground book club um and the password is a blowjob but no I, how
1: <laughs> is it it certainly
0: is it gets awkward when i have to come to our meetings but uh, I've been to see Sam, but uh, come to our meetings. Um, I went to see, uh, see Sam when he was getting his rib piece. Mm-hmm. So been, what was that? Was that sacred? Yeah. Um, I went, we went to that one tattoo parlor. Wait,
1: it's not sacred. It's, um, is it still called Park Third Street? Eye?
0: Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, because sacred is the one that um, Dan owns.
0: So that's the one where we went and got tattooed. Is that yes, sacred? sir. All right. So I've been in Sacred. I've been in the one that's on Park Street. We've been I in the one it was called Third Eye Tattoo, where the that's right next door to Age? the hair pl- New Age. That's New what it's called. Age. New Age okay. tattoo. Um, we've been to the one that's near the hair clipping place where you got pierced, where you got your oh
1: rendezvous. Right, yeah,
0: right. We've been there, um, and I feel like every Gosh, dude. every tattoo parlor I've ever been in kind of has that out. feel of like, you know what I'm saying? Tattoo parlors they give off like rough vibes sometimes, like. Not like weird, cool alt art spaces. That's what wicked, wicked good ink totally is. You walk in and you're like, oh, these are like really like unique, interesting, groovy, groovy cool. artistic people. Yeah. They like horror movies and metal and macabre stuff. And I don't know.
1: I would say that, um, but it's
0: very inviting. It's not like spooky when you walk in. It's not like oh, oh shit, there's skeletons everywhere. Like everyone there is oh, so Oh yeah, that's cool. the vibe
1: I get um, from New Age. Is like spooky and. Well, I, this probably is not a, a very good judge, though, because I haven't been in there since, um,
0: oh, my God. Uh, New Age, the, the yeah. one on Park Street? Yeah. Um, we haven't been there in a long time.
1: I have not been there since I got my nipples pierced.
0: Did you get them that pierced was... there? Yes. Interesting.
1: Yep. Um.
0: By the way, I don't think I've, I've, we've ever said that on our podcast, so oh, there you go, well, listeners. Bird has her nipples pierced.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, And that was before we got married, so at least four years ago.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I feel. I always kind
1: of got like creepy, skeezy, dirty vibes from New Age. Sacred is like very slick, very professional. Yeah,
0: I like Sacred. Sacred's good, but like, and I like the artists there. But I Mm -hmm. feel like Sacred as a tattoo parlor doesn't have a lot of personality. It's kind of
1: kind of cold
0: it's kind of cold it's Mm. just a place where people get tattooed it is very professional it is very sleek and clean but it just there's not it's just a room where you go get tattooed you Mm -hmm. know what I mean there's not a whole lot going on there it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a tattoo parlor it feels kind of business-like for Mm -hmm. for me which I guess is better than the alternative because yes a lot of the tattoo parlors including the one where you got your leg done kind of feel like uh they just, oh, I kind
1: of like that one. It was kind of. I didn't go
0: out back. Kind of funky. Stayed in the waiting room, but like a, a lot of oh, times yeah. they don't come across as funky. They come across as like.
1: You didn't see the back room. The back room had like a ton of really cool art.
0: Okay, I, I, I sometimes feel like tattoo parlors can feel a little, a little like dirty and a little druggy to me, and not like fun, cool psychedelic drugs, <laughs> but kind of like.
1: I think a lot of that is because. Um. <laughs> um I think a lot of that is because the spaces that tattoo parlors end up being in in my experience
0: like strip malls and uh,
1: mm, I have not been to a strip mall tattoo parlor. Um are like houses. Mm. You know like um renovated houses which this one actually is as well. It's actually like a series of bedrooms yeah, that were converted. Are crazy. Yeah, it's like it's like a a flat or an apartment. Mm. Um they're converted houses, so it feels a little weird and forced to be um, trying to do something um, professional in a space that says home. Mm-hmm. You know, it it somehow still feels like basement scratcher. Yeah, when but, it should feel like business. And she's not is,
0: talking about Wicked Good Inc., by the way. She's just saying in general because did, did it? It didn't feel scratcher no, to you at no, all. No, no, that is one of the most comfortable um, and inviting spaces that I've like ever been to. Um, it's so good in there.
1: And I think that's probably part of why um, Sacred feels a bit cold, because it is a business storefront, mm. and it, it's set up like a business right? Um, in there. Um, I haven't been in Rendezvous, so I don't know what that looks like on that end, but Chris's space is very clean, very professional.
0: Uh, rendezvous is actually not bad. It, rendezvous- <laughs> Have you been in the back? Uh, not in the, ba- I went over and like hung out with this, the, um, the devil guy, the Satan guy who wanted to play the devil and some- Isn't something. Isn't his
1: name also Chris?
0: Yeah, probably. It, um, but I. I think his name's Chris. But I went over and was talking to him and I kind of could see like the tattoo areas. Not like. That's the, the guy open, that pierced my lip. hmm Not like the back rooms. Which one? Your labrette or the. Yeah. yeah. My
1: vertical. Cause butt.
0: I, I saw you get that other one pierced. The yeah. Chris did Chris that one. Chris did that. But, um. Chris Piercer did that. I don't yeah. know what his real last name is. I mean, unless that's maybe his real last name. Who knows? But actually, yeah, Rendezvous is actually not bad. It's kind of... It feels kind of like horror movie rockabilly space. And it's not... I can dig that. And it's It's more... It's it's kind of like overtly horror They're in movie. a business
1: storefront as well.
0: Yeah. So it doesn't... I don't know. Like, there's very few tattoo parlors I've been in where I feel comfortable and mm-hmm. feel like, oh, these are groovy artists. Usually I'm like, oh, these... Well, these people are, like, scarring people and putting ink under their skin forever, and they're probably all on drugs, which is very judgmental of me. I understand that. But, I mean, and I, I like tattoos a lot. It's just the spaces where they happen are kind of spooky to me sometimes. Not so with uh, with Wicked Good Ink. It, at least Lauren's room. I haven't been in the rest, but Lauren's room is just really chill. Very bright, too. I think that's part of it. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a lot of black I feel like tattoo parlors tend to be like a lot of black and like was draped it, black. dark. Was yeah, it's very edgy? like metal. Mm-hmm. We're going to do metal tattoos. Right. Lauren's space is like bright and happy. It's like
1: what? Isn't it like a teal? in there like the paint yeah and there's
0: like a lot of natural light and it's really like
1: she yeah she has two big windows yeah and so like it's just her shelves are all like this bright white white
0: yeah it's very bright and inviting but when you look around there's still that kind of like <laughs> all maybe like sort of metal edge or whatever yeah mm-hmm. like a lot of her tattoos are like dismembered corpses and uh did like, you see the
1: giant scythe above i did shell? yeah
0: it's totally like her space is totally <laughs> awesome there's like skulls everywhere and like rock and roll biographies so there's still like a like a tattoo you're getting a tattoo mm-hmm. there and you could get a metal tattoo but the space happens to be really nice and friendly and too. your waiting
1: it. room is super cool they have like um victorian couches and that sort of like curb yeah. style with the like velvet Mm-hmm. And they have, like, these gorgeous damask drapes mm-hmm. on all the windows. Did you notice those? I
0: didn't notice those, oh. but...
1: So, yeah, the devil's <laughs> in the details, I think, when it comes to a tattoo parlor.
0: Yeah, and this was devilishly good. No, it, like, I don't know. I <laughs> it <had> n- was. <laughs> I had nothing for that. Um... So what do you, like, um, when do you, you know when we're doing the second session? Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming back with you. December 3rd. December 3rd? Yep. Okay. And that'll be to finish the uh, the, the plants. I'm
1: calling it flora.
0: The flora. Mm-hmm. And then session three will be color?
1: I think so. I mean, I don't know if it'll be three sessions or four, but.
0: Okay. Um. So, yeah. And it was, like, good experience all around? Yeah. It yeah. looks, the tattoo looks amazing. It's and, and all we have, all you gorgeous. have right now is this. All have, I'm talking, like, uh, I'm doing that that father thing when they're like we're pregnant Mm. we're so excited to be pregnant i don't have a fucking tattoo i've got this thing on my finger and then i've got my sexy nerd body that's totally blank but uh bird has an amazing tattoo and it looks so so good so 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 good um and didn't hurt that bad you didn't seem to struggle with it too much
1: i was doing some zen breathing
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, if
1: I was ever looking blank and kind of just staring at the ceiling, that's what I was doing.
0: That's okay. mostly when I was, like, babbling a lot, because I'm like, oh, Bird can't talk because she's, like, off in her own head, so I have to fill this awkward conversation a Um And that's, that's also weird. Usually, have you ever noticed that tattoo artists, when they're doing their work, they're mm-hmm. concentrating, so they kind of ask, like, so where are you from? And they'll ask, like, some dumb mm-hmm. question to, like, make, get you talking and fill some time. Mm-hmm. She... Lauren like pretty pretty engaged in conversation the whole time and mm-hmm. like never very cool. It was like watching a Zen master like chop up someone with a samurai sword, but it was beautiful somehow. I don't know that can go away for me. <laughs> yeah, um, she's
1: actually really gentle too, which is I, is so weird to say about a tattoo artist because they are literally scraping your skin with a buzzing needle, right? But like. I don't know. I've never had a tattoo like that before where it it was gentle. That's the only way I can describe it. Okay. I don't know. i like probably it, have
0: to get one to figure it, find out uh-huh. what you mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a book, and I'll do it, in one half of it in each of my hands <laughs> so it looks like I'm reading. Um, do, you, do you want to get into the symbolism of your like, – Sure. Let's tell them what the tattoo is because, I mean, it is a gloriously large dick that you got on your chest today. And the wreaths of...
1: And the ball sack with all the hair.
0: Right. Well, the hair is what we're going to do next time. The flora. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Ball hair on either side. It's going to be pretty epic. Yeah. One
1: ball on each tit.
0: One ball on each tit. (laughs) (laughs) Little forests of hair. I like that you decided to do the dick only, Mm. like, partially hard, too. Like, that semi-hard kind of droop into the left thing. It's, yeah, it's like soft serve ice cream. Right. It's very... Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, everybody <laughs> does turgid cocks. I like yours sort of like, yeah. Droopy needs some Cialis and a bathtub cock. It's pretty awesome.
1: I'm a class act, that's But why. if
0: you weren't going to get, you know, if you hadn't already gotten your half-hard dick on your <laughs> chest, what would you get? <laughs> Tell us about the tattoo design. Um,
1: so it's got a honeybee inside of a hexagon.
0: Right. That's the centerpiece. That's the centerpiece. Mm-hmm.
1: And right now, I feel like I very much like um, I don't know, Iron bee, Man, B superhero, like <laughs> de- 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 like I need a little like black and yellow striped cape very or like, something, like
0: Superman's emblem. <laughs> um, um. So, do, do you want to let's do each piece as we go along because this is like highly personal and very symbolic. Unless you don't want to talk about it. No, it's okay. Okay, so do you want to do... Let's do the, the bee. The, let's do what you have first. The bee. The bee. Why the bee? Um. Because you're totally down oh, for man. the bee. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um. Well, it's not just any bee. Mm-hmm. It's a worker bee. Okay. Um, rather than a drone, which is a male bee. Mm-hmm. Or the queen bee, which is the only fertile female in the hive. Right. Um, it's a worker bee, which like goes out and does all the um, pollen getting and takes care of the um, little baby bees and stuff like that. They they do all the work.
0: The worker bees, do right? The work. They do all
1: the work. <laughs> the scientists
0: need to come up with better names. I never would have guessed that. <laughs>
1: um, and it's a um, it's a European dark bee. Okay. which is um, from uh, kind of Germany, the UK area. Um, it used to be extremely common over there, and um, that's the bee that was brought to the United States um, first. That's so, the, the honeybee is not native to the United States. Interesting. So this um, was sort
0: of the first... Um, this was the, the bee that started <clears throat> American honeybee keeping? Mm-hmm. Or yep. I guess honey, wild honeybees too? Not just... To, uh, yeah,
1: well, um, we do have wild bees in the United States, but they're not honeybees. They don't produce... Honey. Honey. Um, okay. So there are... Yeah, there, it's so cool when you start doing research about bees. There are like... There are mining bees. There are um, bees that live inside of trees, like little holes in the wall, kind of mm-hmm. like wasps do. Okay. Um, that sort of thing. They're really, really intriguing. And so, some that live underground, like ants...
0: I understand why it's not cool. a drone. Um, and I think I understand why not a queen, too. But why did you go with a worker bee?
1: Um, to me, they represent, like, the cog of society. Um, being um, that contributing member. Mm. Um, you know, the busy little bee. Right. That's that's a worker bee. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I think, was thinking of. Um, and that's kind of... Um, incorporates my ideas of like my personal ideal society which would be you know a matriarchy sort of socialist Mm -hmm. very feminist place and this is kind of my idea of that like comes from the idea of the beehive and how perfectly working it is Mm -hmm. um so that's i don't know that's why a bee because they're they're so hard working in that Is inspiring
0: to me. And what did you you call it? A dark? A European dark bee. European dark bee. Why that rather than one of the other bajillion? Was it totally aesthetic? Because this this bee is very cool looking and very...
1: It looks a lot like just your standard honey bee.
0: Um, But it seems like some thought went into like European dark bee specifically.
1: Well, I went with that one because that's where my ancestry is from. It's from Germany and the UK. Ah.
0: (laughs) okay um hexagon
1: hexagon honeycomb Ah. um the number six in numerology is also an artistic number
0: is is a honeycomb hexagonal yeah oh that's nifty all right so um that's it for what you've got Mm -hmm. flora what what there's a lot of stuff with the flora right
1: i don't know how deep i want to get into that but um i don't know it makes me feel kind of
0: dorky <laughs> no the, dorky is good i mean i'm your um, i'm your like you what you um, nerdy old book reading man you can be a little like flora dorky <laughs> besides i think uh, i don't know it might be fun for to get into well it.
1: do you want me to get my book and i can like no go just, super deep just so you okay. can
0: get off the top of your head With, okay. like you have some notes so like um, go through your notes and okay. check stuff off
1: so um i chose four plants
0: well um, let's Oh, my God. Sorry. So really quick, you've got the B in the center of your chest, yeah. and then either the flora is going to go to either side, like out towards your shoulders, yeah, almost up along like, your yeah. clavicles. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it's going to create sort of like a, a full crest across yeah. your chest. Okay.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the four that I wanted, four for a nice balance, mm-hmm. um, one... Um, corresponds with each of the four major elements. Okay. And, um, two are feminine and two are masculine.
0: Okay. Don't even give me that (laughs) luck. I'm going with you. I'm going with
1: you. Um, and the four plants that I chose are, um, plants from either my childhood or, um, growing up or, um, my life in Michigan. They're all native plants. To Michigan? Yes. Uh, my criteria were that they had to be native to Michigan um, and they had to be blooming or in the case of one of them, they had to be bearing fruit in the summertime. So um, from like roughly June to August. Okay. So of course covering my birth month, July. Right. Um, so the um, the four plants that I went with are uh, bracken, which is a type of fern. Mm. It's a, an extremely common... Type of it's fern. like
0: the fern that everybody <laughs> sees, right?
1: Yes, yeah. Um
0: What was that? There's a yawn. Uh, I just didn't want to do it on <laughs> mic, because I feel like I've been over here like, and hey, tell me about uh, mm.
1: uh, you know. Um I'm sleepy. Raspberries. Mm-hmm. Um which there might be some debate whether these are actually native or not. They might have been brought over mm. from Europe. So but, I don't know, uh, it was important to me enough that I allowed it, I guess. <laughs> um, How
0: generous of you. Wh- no, I know what you're saying.
1: Um, St. John's wort, which is a, a wildflower, mm. and blue vervain, which is another wildflower. Um, let's see. And they all sort of have um, protective connotations. Why did you take your headphones
0: off? Um, Because I'm... My ears are getting hot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you so think there?
1: Um, in um witchcraft,
0: uh, blue vervain does. Yeah. Interesting. Is that blue
1: vervain is actually a um, highly um, symbolic and or I don't know highly used in witchcraft mm-hmm. since ancient Greek times. So
0: interesting. Yeah. In what way? <laughs>
1: Um, the ancient Greeks used to use it to um, clean their altars mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, prepare the space. Protective. So I have,
0: it's three, though. Bracken, raspberry, blue vervain. What's the fourth? Unless I missed it. Raspberry? Um, yeah. Bracken, raspberry, blue vervain.
1: St. John's wort.
0: St. John's wort. Okay. Okay. And what's the, what's the deal mm-hmm. with that one?
1: St. John's wort.
0: Yeah. And are these all... Is that all of the plants that you have or are those like the the four big ones.
1: That's it. Just the four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, St. John's Wort is another protective one. And it also is, um, kind of a common, I don't mean like common, like often used, but like common, like common folk, kind con- like a folk remedy for mm-hmm. depression.
0: Oh, okay. Which totally makes sense. You did that mm-hmm. interview a couple of years ago, which was excellent. Um, so that'll fill out the rest of your piece and mm-hmm. then you're going to do This will be, no, it's not. It's,
1: there's also going to be, um, some of the honeycomb pattern included as sort of like a decorative element.
0: Mm. And this will be, I was going to say this will be your first full color tattoo, but you have the one on your leg, which is part of the whole idea of the tattoo is color mm-hmm. because you are primary colors and Alan's right. secondary, secondary colors. colors. <laughs> <laughs> Just genius. Um, Okay, cool. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with your tattoo or is that?
1: I don't know, do you have any more questions
0: about your tattoo? I mean, we could oh do Oh my god. <laughs> we could like uh, I mean, we could we should maybe do an episode where we do do a, the deep dive. Um, oh. but I think that that cuz we've been talking about forever like at least four episodes we've been talking about doing eventually doing like a like an episode on the occult. Mm-hmm. and sort of what we're doing there I think that would probably be the episode to do it you know what I mean okay um because I mean you're putting you're obviously a lot of your art seems to be like a cult um I guess, it,
1: I guess like the overarching theme for this piece for me is um kind of like a personal talisman right like for safety and reminding me that summer comes every year
0: <laughs> right I mean that's kind of what I'm saying though is like all of the art you're doing lately very very witchy art um Minus your sexy alien chick, um, which is very Art Nouveau, by the way. In my opinion, is that right? Does that look Art Nouveau to me, or am I seeing something no, wrong? No, that's that's correct. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you're doing lots of witchy art, and you're <laughs> literally in the process now of putting like, like occult symbolic sort of witchy art on your body. So we should totally do an occult episode at some point and talk <laughs> okay. about like how weird and how weird stuff's getting over here in Maine with all sorts of like. Uh,
1: Fucking weird,
0: man. Fucking weird witchcrafty stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, that's pretty much the meat of what I wanted to talk about today, because the tattoo was like the big thing. Um, We do have a question for Mariah Rosado, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> we're drinking because she says that we were talking about this while I was in Chicago. She said this word, um, and me and Ryan were like, oh, you speak Spanish, and she's like, no. Fucking
1: well duh kind
0: of no she but she she doesn't she just says certain words with like such a convincing accent that you're like oh she's fluent in spanish but like (laughs) it it, were bird and i sat down and we were gonna we usually drink tea when we talk so that our throats are you know (laughs) coated or whatever um but we're drinking abuelita right now it's um which is and when you hear mariah mariah say it she'll be like because she doesn't have an accent at all she'll just be like oh yeah i was down at the beach the other day with my abuelita and it like suddenly like pops out and you're just like what the fuck what the fuck was that (laughs) why did you say it like that like are you it's just incredible it's incredible to hear her say it but um we were wondering mariah is is the? i mean it's with something we bought in walmart so i'm gonna go ahead and just answer this myself and say no but is nestle abuelita uh authentic mexican hot chocolate Actually, authentic Mexican hot. Oh, chocolate
1: Oh well, I'm sure the answer then is no. But my question was:
0: Does she? Do have, you have
1: a family recipe? Do you <laughs> have? Yeah. Does
0: your family have a recipe for authentic Mexican hot chocolate? Um there's I mean this box has a white old lady on the front of it.
1: I isn't that so <laughs> funny. I never even noticed until I like looked at it today. Right, you just,
0: just like you look it's at it like, and you just oh, assume somebody's
1: grandma, that's so cute. It's literally
0: like and it's not even just like any white old lady. It's like a white old she lady. She looks British.
1: She, to I me. was just
0: gonna say Her she's like, like
1: Ben Franklin's she's like mom.
0: In England. <laughs> It does look like Ben Franklin's mom. <laughs> like Ben Franklin's mother in England. Or not drinking Abulita, like very Ben Franklin ob- gender bending. Like she's drinking a cup of like British black tea and she's sitting like watching a- She b- looks
1: so mischievous too. She's like,
0: hey, you need to buy this. Shit. I think she looks it's like she, cute little face. I think she just looks like she hates Pakistanis.
1: Well, I mean, that's probably some British also that.
0: political humor for her, those of you playing along at home. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Uh, yeah. So like, if you have a recipe, like, send it to me because we we've been.
1: I would be so happy. I would never drink anything else ever again, probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, my mom, my mom has a hot cocoa recipe, but it's it's not this at all. It's not like that kind of kind that kind of like a little bit spicy, a little little bit bit of spice in it. Yeah, I like the spice. I mean, this old this white old lady, she's been spicing us since I met Bird, but. If there's a he better who controls the spice if, controls the That's a Dune reference for those of you. Is
1: that
0: the right universe? Ending? I don't know. I know that people spice. should be controlling spice and that he who I think it's he who controls the spice knows who killed Laura Palmer.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank, deep you. Cuts. Thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: Killing it. Um. Oh, except yeah.
1: nobody has any idea what's going on. I'm sure
0: somebody out there has watched Twin Peaks and recognizes that that actor. Um. You'd have to watch Twin Peaks and Dune though, and watch the right version of Dune. Anyway, if you can, it's worth it. They're both really great. Um.
1: Oh yeah. He who controls the space. Controls the universe. I fucking know it. Is that up. what
0: it is? Okay. Um. Yeah. So, Mariah, give us give us your family recipe, and if there isn't a family recipe, then just. Send us something you found on Pinterest and why <laughs> we'll believe you utterly and wholeheartedly. <laughs> this
1: recipe recipe better have cream in it.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we'll just cook whatever mm. recipe she gives us in heavy whipping cream, and it'll be yes. amazing. Why have we never done Abuelita in heavy whipping cream? Because
1: we're so stupid. We
0: are. We should do a half heavy whipping cream, half whiskey. What? I just want to. I want to make hot cocoa and whiskey. I feel uh, like that'd be good. Okay. it'd be like a hot toddy, but. But hot cocoa instead. All right. The reason that I'm so tired today. We need folks, marshmallows too. We well, we need to have money first. We need to stick to our budget.
1: I you know.
0: The reason I'm so tired today Damn it. is today I recorded episodes two and three of the new podcast that I'm doing. Soapbox <laughs> battles. I need to get get just get this out of me. Um Okay. We shit it right out. Yeah, so I I started doing a new podcast where, uh, we talked about it a little bit, where I wanted to talk politics with my friends and whoever wanted to talk politics, because I feel like
1: Anybody that you can trick into doing that?
0: Right. I mean, uh, seriously, after people hear this episode, they're going to be, people are going to want to do this. It's, it, Uh I'm dead serious. Did you not hear like how it went? Um, (laughs) Me and, uh, it was me and Casey, uh, Casey Shabby. I keep wanting to call her Casey Is this up
1: on iTunes?
0: Uh No, not yet, but once I get these going, I'll submit it um to iTunes because the, the process is pretty painless, and if I'm going to be doing it regularly, I might as well have it on there. I need um album art. That's the only thing I need. Once I have album art for it, I can submit it. Just
1: get a photo of my giant chest your, dick tattoo. Your chest
0: dick tattoo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Soapbox battles. One, one on, on each, each ball. ball. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, but yeah, I just, it was not a, funny. it was a marathon. It was two and a half hours of, of podcasts. So maybe we, I don't know if we can double dip podcasts in a day cause I'm pretty tired. But, um, I sat down with Casey and we, she's, you know, she works for Fox. She's an accountant there uh, for Fox news. And so she knows like she understands like finance and economics, so we went through and picked uh, a cu- bunch of questions on finances and economics, and we sat down and we just talked politics for two and a half hours.
1: You did a shit ton of research.
0: I did. I did a lot of research. Probably like, uh, like too behind- much. No, like this whole weekend was like kind of research. We did. I did a lot of research at the laundromat, which is a good place to do research on politics when you're surrounded by like sweaty Idiots. sweaty people with concealed carries.
1: I'm pretty fucking sure that one chick that works there too yelled at somebody and made them turn their music down, which annoyed me because her stupid movies were worse than the music. I was actually enjoying the music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. But um.
1: Anyway.
0: (laughs) I have nothing to add to that story. I was too busy doing political research for my podcast. Um, Yeah, and
1: you looked at me like I was nuts, and I was like, I hated that.
0: Oh, I thought you a- I thought you were asking me to go and have that woman turn her music down. I thought you were saying like, hey, go and have that woman turn her music down. I thought and that's I- what you said to me. And I was like, no, her music's barely playing. You're so mean. Yeah, you were like, I can't even hear it. I know. It was I was like, was- I know. <laughs> that's what
1: I was trying to say. I was like, don't make me it do was this. Like, oh, my God. You know what it was like? What it was, was it, like. like- Sly in the Family Stone, Sly the which family is what stone. we were supposed to fucking talk about this episode. Oh
0: my god, we totally forgot the one uh, thing. We'll get to that Jesus. right. Let me hit soapbox battles and then we'll okay. jump on that. Man, um, what is
1: wrong with us? We're like, ugh.
0: we're all scatterbrained. Um, I'm sick. That's my excuse. I'm tired. That's my excuse. But we <laughs> sat down, um, like. I, <laughs> This election cycle has been super hard. On Horrible for especially for people who want to talk about politics because Hate. there's so little fucking civility on the internet. Ur-spree. It's literally like, oh, you know what, guys? I think I'm a. I think I'd like to vote for Hillary Clinton. And it's like, shut up, commie faggot, homo, dick sucker. You know, it's like that's what online literally has turned into in a lot of cases. It's like one side. I'm. I've even seen, and you know, you'd. You, You'd expect it from a certain faction of people online, but now it's turning into like <sighs> everybody. Very popular. It's like everybody's like, well, if you vote that, then you're a stupid idiot, you're moron dumb. with no brain. Or like, if you <clears throat> if you believe such and such and so, it's just there's really not. I, I will say this: my current group of friends, m- almost all of my Facebook friends right now, are are very civil and tend to have like. Um, they'll discuss things and they can, they even disagree with each other, but no one gets shitty. But back when we were in still in Marquette, um, there was like political, uh, huge political blowups where I literally like, there are now, there's now like a huge wing of my family that I do not talk to anymore because it got so bad and so hateful and so like insane and that idea...
1: Eh, uh, just a product of them being shitbags.
0: I mean, really, really mean shitbags. That was the big thing for me. It wasn't so much like, oh, your polit- I don't agree with your politics. It was like, why the fuck <laughs> are you getting so angry and being so, so mean, like, online? it wasn't, And it wasn't even about politics anymore. It was like personal attacks. So that, that idea kind of stuck in my head. So I, I was like, okay, well, we're all, we're adults. Like for the most part, we're all adults. We should be able to talk about politics. Like that is a th- like, we should be able to sit and have reasonable discussions with each other rather than like, oh, well, we can't talk politics because we won't be friends anymore. Why? Like if we have different, we can have different ideas. We don't have to be, you know, you and your friends don't have to be the same fucking person. So, I mean, Casey was a great episode to kind of start with for episodes two and three. You and I did the first one, but uh, me and Casey did five. We did five economic questions, and we agreed on zero issues. We are absolute opposites when it came to every issue. And at the end of the day, like, we had a blast. It was really fun. I don't agree with everything that Casey says. Casey definitely doesn't agree with everything that I say. She made some really good points that got me thinking. I like to think that I made some points that got her thinking, but but at the end of the day, you know, it was like, hey, uh, thank you for listening to soapbox battles, Casey. This has been a blast. I still love you. Have a great night. You know, there was no bad blood. There was no animosity, um, and I feel like that that's the way that we need to talk about politics, and that's why I'm doing this podcast. I know that I dis that there's a lot of my friends out there who disagree with me politically. I don't think that politics should be this like sweep under the rug do it dirty in the closet to yourself with both hands. I think that politics should be, but don't let your friends catch you doing it. I think that politics should be a, should be a discussion. It should be a part of our life. We're living in a, in this country and we're electing these officials and we're, we're in some ways influencing the policies that, that affect our lives every day. We should be able to talk about that. That's kind of a big deal. And I think that we should all be able to be friends when we're done with it. We need to start respecting ideas Um, and making jokes and insulting each other while we're doing it all in a lighthearted way. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun with that and, uh, that's episodes two and three. So I have two in the bag. I'm going to try and get, I have three other people I'm supposed to be doing episodes with. Um, so I'm going to start doing the research on those as soon as I can lock somebody in to, uh, to actually, you know, like commit to a recording time. So watch for that. I'll let people know on Facebook when that gets up on iTunes, So the thing we actually wanted to talk about today, we totally forgot about because Bird's tired and I'm sick, and we both, you know, took a lot of um, pills. Yeah, we did so many drugs, guys. Lots of drugs. I also went to a bar and ordered a beer.
1: Well, a beer brand beer.
0: No, I did. I was just. That's what I was. You ever notice that in Hollywood movies? I no, I hate that. Where they're like, "Oh, hi! What can I get you?" Hi, bartender. I'd like a beer. I'll have a beer. Uh bring and, them! And the bartenders like, "Oh, okay, perfect, very well." I have a whole cooler like full of a fucking beer. fucking
1: rainbows, and then goes and gets the beer. And the
0: woman's like, "I'll have a cocktail," and it's invariably red and has a lemon peel in it. Yeah. Um. So I'm just assuming that she's either drinking americanos or negronis every time. Um. But we wanted to talk about what we're we're doing. Kind of a fun little like we have a morning routine now where we're a buddy of mine. Uh, who I did a podcast with once upon a time and found the audio for today, which is really funny. But um, my buddy Mike Rutecki gave me uh, a power. I if that
1: fucker listens to he, us.
0: I don't know. I hope he does. Probably not. Um, I mean, what he, he really should like. You need all the entertainment you can get up in Alaska, That's right?
1: True. But
0: he uh, he sent me a PowerPoint. He sent me a series of PowerPoints, which were all excellent. But it cracks me up. My favorite one. What? The
1: PowerPoint made. thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's
0: not just... actually... It's just saved as a PowerPoint file. It's not actually a PowerPoint. It's like a really long...
1: No, I know, but that's how he must have had to do it to create to save... pages like that.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. They're they're seriously awesome, though. Like, the amount of thought and work that goes into them. There's images and there's links and shit. It's super cool. But uh, he sent me his top one. 100...
1: Yeah, I think he, he saved it
0: as a PDF. Uh, it's not a PDF on my computer, no. but... It, it's a PowerPoint document. That's why I said it. But mm-hmm. it's uh, it's his 100 favorite bands.
1: Albums. Albums. 100, Hun, his 100 favorite 100 albums. albums.
0: And then he has six albums on there that like didn't quite make the cut, <laughs> but he just had to include in the list for some reason. So what Bird and I have been doing every day is going through Microtechies I call it um Oh shit! What do I always say in the morning? I'm like, I'm like, welcome back to Microtechies, Hot 106, Um, and we're just listening backwards through his entire list of 106 albums. We started with what did we start? We started. I don't even um, remember
1: the six except for Sly. I remember the six. We
0: listened to Teenager of the Year by Frank Black, which didn't even hit for you. I don't think.
1: I really, yeah. You didn't even hear one song.
0: Um, We listened to, we tried to listen to um, Stereopathic Soul Manure by Beck, which you hated.
1: Oh, that was garbage. Like actively
0: (laughs) hated. It's it's very eclectic. Uh, It's kind of a cool album. I think I posted a link to it on Facebook the other day because I was uh, digging it. Um, But it's like.
1: It's just, it's
0: it's totally very weird
1: not my thing very
0: very weird you have to really dig strange music it's like there's noise tracks on there and there's folk and there's like him just singing at random people in the streets it's a fun album though it is it's very strange uh we listened to there's a riot going on that's the sly and the family stone album which i think was your favorite
1: yeah so far it's my favorite i didn't expect to like it either but like
0: it was so groovy and funky. So funky uh i can't remember which one but uh, no it's um, pretty sure
1: i was shaking my booty at you
0: oh you did as soon as it started <laughs> like it was like an automatic reflex <laughs> it started up and it was like uh, how bam, can you bow, not bow, it's bow, like bow, you got a groove bow, and you're like yeah you're all of a sudden your bus started moving and i was like "Ooh, i like this album." <laughs> um, that we listened to the newest Queens of the Stone Age album. I cannot remember what it's called. Oh
1: yeah, that was also a win for
0: me. That one was very good. That was the first one we listened to. We listened to a talk I like them. Uh, we listened to a Talking Heads album, which oh kind of like 80- that one
1: was also yeah. Really
0: good. It was sort of it had yeah. that like sort of eighties pop British. I would give sound.
1: that. I would give that a thumbs up for sure.
0: Yeah, Gosh. that one was good. And then that's five. There was one more, but I don't remember what it was.
1: Must not have been very good.
0: I'm. I guess not uh so, <laughs> right so we finally got into the list this morning or last night yeah i don't remember so we sure. finally got into the list proper and we're two in and they're both they've both been pretty good we listened to the number 100 is frizzle fry by primus um i, I think
1: if i was in the right mood i would really enjoy that but,
0: but you like, it did not hit you yeah. at the right time because i remember you were kind of some like, of the
1: songs i was like oh this is really freaking interesting
0: Well, yeah, because some of it's like weird, like funk metal fusion. Almost, it's like heavily distorted guitars, but it's like
1: there was something about like the lyrics. I was like, I fucking dig it.
0: Oh, it's weird. Yeah, the the lyrics. it's the
1: puppies. It was the puppies when I was like, what is going on? This is (laughs) so weird. I like it. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this album, but
0: um yeah yeah so frizzle fry was cool like i Mm -hmm. really dug it i think i i gotta make sure it's added to i'm making a spotify playlist called Uh, microtechies top 108 um as 106 106 as we go through it but um and then we just got to mgmt but which album is it don't know do you know any of the names of the songs
1: not a clue good it's got the the popular ones that they played on the radio
0: Okay, so Couple we're listening to, like, the famous MGMT album right now. Um, Ooh, sorry. But this, I'm hoping that as the weeks go by, I can keep, like, we can maybe do this as, like, a brief segment on Chapman and Robin and say which uh, which albums we've been listening to. Because some of them are kind of, like, not what you want to listen to um, while you're, like, doing dishes first thing in the morning. Like, it's kind of <laughs> hard to wake up and, like, listen to metal or listen to, like, just feedback for a couple minutes i like feedback but Mm. there's a time and place um but yeah so far this has been a fun little experiment i know some of the albums that are coming up and i'm Uh very curious to see because i'm positive that there are tom wait's albums in here
1: oh there are
0: definitely going to be ween albums in here
1: double fuck do you
0: (laughs) hear the deep breathing over here from bird um so, yeah, like, but we got to listen to them all because we've Okay, done, we've
1: done I'll already. just take the dog out during that whole album.
0: <laughs> take her out to pee for an hour. Yeah, and go for change. a little W. All right. Um. Speaking of music, no, nah, there's nothing really going on with music. I've been, uh. I've been doing, how, how are you enjoying the music I'm playing <laughs> these days? I'm
1: really sick of it. Really? <laughs> I love
0: you. <laughs> I'm working on a. I'm working on an alternative country album right now because why the fuck it makes not? Makes you want
1: to stab you. It's
0: really bad. Like I'm just literally playing like straight Nashville, Tennessee country, just like Wilson <laughs> and and that's really not Brandon's cup of tea. But those are the songs I'm practicing. I'll start recording it. What I wanted to do is, I feel like I rushed the last one a little. So I'm I'm writing all the songs and practicing them, and then I'm gonna try and record them all in like one session. So anyway, I got nothing. What's else. that
1: um, aversion therapy that they teach <laughs> to dogs? Maybe I'll do that with you. It could be a fucking purple nurple anytime every you start time, doing it.
0: Every time I start playing yeah. country, yeah. Oh man, hard ones too. Oh, don't do that. Ah! One. Never stop playing country. No, stay away from my nipples. All right, um, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, I want to go to bed. I really want to go to bed too because I got to wake up <laughs> at five tomorrow. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, mm. this was the bird's sick and Max's tired scatterbrained fucking Sorry, episode guys. of Chapman and Robin. You know it's okay. We don't have to. N- we don't have to nail them all out of the I don't park.
1: i yeah.
0: As long as we nail them in the dugout. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay. That's the best I got That's, that's gonna be our closer Alright um, That's Chatman and Robin for this week Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I'm Max Peterson And I'm Bird Holy Podcast Not heroes. It's just a podcast we're not heroes, we're we miss the fun. We're not heroes. It's just a bad guess. We're not heroes. What are
1: you fucking dumb?